Welcome back to the E-Hunter Podcast. My name is Taryn Hunt. I'll be your host for this episode. Got a great episode again for you guys this week. Hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. And if you have any questions, don't be afraid to reach out to him, out to us. Excuse me. On today's podcast, I have Logan Bolo. And if you've been on the website lately, you've probably read several articles that Logan has written. Logan's an interesting story. So uh, he didn't become a hunter or get into the hunting hobby, sport, whatever you want to call it. Um, until he was an adult and so super exciting for him to, to get into this he's only been in it, at it for a little while uh, but he shares the stories with us today he also shares um, how he got into this and what drove him and also shares some tips for anybody that's looking to get in, into hunting um, really good tips that if you're looking to get into this uh, obsession that we call hunting um, he shares some pretty cool ways to do that so excited about this podcast before we jump into it as always we want to thank our sponsors vortex optics for sponsoring everything that we do here at e-hunter vortex is an amazing uh, partner of ours they do so much good for not only us but for a lot of people in the community so we want to thank them make sure and check them out vortexoptics.com we'll have some more um, reviews coming out here pretty soon of some new products so stay tuned for those on our youtube page if you're not subscribed to it make sure and get subscribed to it also want to thank um, Grim Reaper Broadheads for sponsoring this, the podcast this month. Um, we put up a post on, on social media about them, and man, it's crazy the, the feedback that we got on them. Pretty deadly, deadly broadheads, and I want to be honest, I have not used them in the past. Um, definitely making that switch and excited to make that switch. So if you're a, a Grim Reaper guy, uh, let us know your thoughts on them, and we'd love to take that feedback to uh, Grim Reaper themselves. So appreciate them and for all their support for the, the podcast as well. So, And guys, just real quick, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast, um, whatever platform you're listening to this on, and um, we, just, we just appreciate the support that you guys are giving us. So please continue to support us. Please remember to uh, share the podcast around with your friends, family, anybody that you think would be interested in the podcast. It just helps us out a ton. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy this this podcast that I do with Logan Bolo. And again, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to, to reach out and, and ask those questions. So thanks, guys. Not bad. Yep, yep. That's story of my life, man. Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I don't no, want to keep you too long, but uh, I, I wanted to uh, record this podcast and, and talk through some of this because... Um, you know, we posted that article up on the on the website that you wrote, and you know, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of interest in it. And I don't know if Seth's gone over the analytics with you, but you know, a lot of people really got involved in that. And it, you know, we put it on Facebook, and people shared it around. And it, it's interesting how many people didn't start hunting until they were an adult. And so, I'm I'm excited to talk to you about about this and, and your story. Oh, that's cool. I didn't I did not know that Seth had not told me any of that. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and it's interesting. There's a lot of people, as you read through some of the comments of, of how many people started hunting within the last year, and I don't know if it's because of COVID that, that started that whole process or if it's just um, kind of the way the world's going, but yeah, there's a lot of people that started hunting within the last year, so it's good. We need more people oh, in this awesome. industry. Oh, I agree. I, I definitely agree. We need more people out there doing good things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wish we could. Uh, I, I guess I'm a little bit. I'm torn because <laughs> yeah, the more people right. that are hunting, things where, <laughs> yeah, you want you want people hunting because it, it gives good, you know, 
things to the like the name, but then at the same time, it's like more people to attack, you know, compete with. And... Exactly. I'm okay with that, though. Honestly, I'm I'm okay with competing against people. We're we're kind of used to that, uh, you know, in the hunting world, and yeah. so. I would have rather have more people in my corner fighting for the rights that I want and, and I enjoy uh, that rather than, you know, draw, I'll wait an extra year or two, I guess is what I'm saying, to draw a tag if I have more people in my corner. Yeah, I don't blame you there. <laughs> so, well, cool, man. Well, let's jump into into you um, and, okay. and just kind of talk about So, So for those that are listening... Um, we started. We, we posted this article on on June eighteenth, and like I said, Logan is actually the one that uh, wrote this article. And there's a sweet picture of you and your your mule deer that you shot. But yeah. um, before we get, because I want you to tell me that story and how that went all went yeah, down. <laughs> but before we get to that point, I I want to hear. Um, you know, there's a section on on why you started hunting, and and that's gonna be my first question for you, man. Like what what got you into this crazy expensive world that is hunting <laughs> man you weren't kidding about the expensive part that that was that was something that was kind of almost a shock to me that you know it's like you you can't really cheap out and expect to get get very far no that's for sure no you can't Jeff but, didn't uh, tell you that to begin with huh no no he did not <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, no, so, so growing up, like I'd always had, I always had friends that hunted, um, and was always hearing their stories about hunting and, and I always liked watching those hunting shows, um, growing up and things. I always just thought they were really cool. And, and, uh, I just always thought, man, like that would be so cool to have a story of my own to do that. Um, and then when I met my wife, I found out that, that she came from a family of hunters, um, her her brother is is really into bow hunting her dad bow hunts um her grandfather um super super into hunting like he's gone to africa and hunted africa he's he's gone to british columbia and alaska and all over the country hunting and and so marrying into the family it kind of just gave me that opportunity to to start you know gave me gave me a jumping off point of you know okay i've always wanted to try this well here's a you know here's the girl that you're marrying and and she hunts and her family knows how to hunt like here's a good opportunity to start and, and that's kind of where it all started you know gave me my first opportunity to to actually start hunting that's a pretty sweet deal if it's your wife and her family they got you into hunting dude you're already started on the right step because that's the biggest challenge is getting over you know the wife part of it because they they always right. want you home <laughs> and then going back to the expense thing they don't like that part very much but man if she's been in it i did the same thing um, yeah. I came, you know, my wife came from a whole line of hunters. She hunted her whole life. So she, she knew what she was getting into with me, but man, that's a step in the right direction. There it was it starting with a wife that's into hunting. Oh, for sure. You know, and it's, it's definitely, I think definitely helped. That's for sure. And, and, uh, in my first hunting experience, not actually my own hunt, but the first time I ever actually went hunting, um, was my brother-in-law had an archery tag. Um, and I got to, to kind of buddy along with him. Um, and man, I'll tell you, I was hooked like, <laughs> from that, that first time just go, I only went out with him for a day and a half, I think is what it was. And dude, yeah. Bow hunting is, that's what got me hooked. Like just stalking a deer with him and, and following him around. Like that was pretty awesome. Dude, that's, that's honestly what it's about is, oh, I, 
I love archery hunting. I mean, I, I love all hunting, don't get me wrong, but it's hard to go archery hunting and, and not love it. And, you know, it's funny as you look at these people like, um, you know, like the Joe Rogans of the world or, you know, some of these guys that are just new into hunting, and that's really what got them hooked on hunting was uh, archery hunting because it's just it's so much fun. You can't help but love it. Oh, yeah, and it's just it's such a different beast than than rifle i mean so i i do i do rifle tag that's that's what i put in for nice um and but man bow hunting is just there's just something about you know being able to get in close to an animal um you don't see blaze orange all over the mountain you know Uh uh-huh and uh it's just something you know being able to to stock in close on an animal even if it's just you know something that you're not hunting you know just even like a doe or something and if you you can get in close to that and that animal doesn't know you're there like there's just it's just a whole cool experience oh yeah i mean you, you have to you have to do it to really appreciate it i mean it is it's amazing, you know, and going back to those shows, I, you know, you grow up watching and, um, even now, you know, I'll, I'll watch a lot of like Tom Miranda videos and, and Steven Rinella videos and things. Mm-hmm. And even watching those guys, like you, you, you can't really appreciate what it's like to, to archery hunt something and be successful until you've gone out and done it. And it is, it is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're so right. You know, it's funny. I always use the word intimate, which probably is the wrong word to use for it, but it's the only word that I can use to explain. Like when, like what you're talking about, when you can get in close to an animal, you know, with, if you're within 20 yards of an animal, uh, you know, a big game, whether that's elk, deer, bear, whatever, that's close. You know, not many people get oh, that yeah. close unless you're in Yellowstone or something like that and you can, they'll come and eat out of your hand or something. But that's, that's different. You know, these are wild animals that are scared to death of you. They don't want to be anywhere near you because you're a, the ultimate predator coming after them. And you, you've got the skills and ability to sneak in that close on something that's you know has a radar like those things always have on. Like that's that's cool. You know that it's hard to beat that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah, your heart gets pounding, and I mean, when you when you can sit there and you can watch an animal blink and you can see is pupils like that it's a pretty cool experience oh, like yeah. i said even if it's something you're not hunting um you know a couple of years ago i was with uh one of my other brother-in-laws trying to help him fill his first rifle pack he's just a a teenager and um i was off kind of trying to to scout up some deer for him and i mean i, I was getting within 20 30 yards of a couple of bull elk and i mean i just sat there and watched them because it was just so cool to be that close yeah yeah, absolutely. I, I do it all the time. I'll sneak in on animals. Like every year during the rut, whether I've got a, an elk tag in my pocket or not, I'll go out and call elk and see how close I can get to them. Just to just to practice my skills for one, but two, it's just oh, there's no cooler experience than having an elk beagling at you five feet away. Oh, definitely. And, well, and like you said, you know, like intimate, I think is the is the perfect word to describe it because it's just you're getting an experience that that very few people actually get yeah um you know to to get up close to a big game animal like that is it's something else it really truly is it's special and for those that are listening to the podcast and haven't done it um you need to try it because it really is life-changing something that you will not forget i can promise you that and you know if rifle hunting's your thing you know because i'm a rifle hunter too i, I do 
anything and everything I possibly can get a tag for. It's amazing. I mean, it's oh, still yeah. fun getting it within, you know, two, 300 yards of a deer or an elk or whatever and, and harvesting that. But uh, I love your story, Logan, and that, that archery hunting is really what really did it because it is it, intimate, it, whether rightward or not, it, it is what it is. And uh, something, like I said, it's something that you will never, ever forget. No, hey, t- definitely. Tell me about, so in the article you talked about the, the trial hunting program here in Utah, and I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are familiar with that. Um, can you kind of talk a little bit about that and you know, like what you had to do for it and, and what it is? Yeah, definitely. You know, and I like that you brought up, like, I, I'm actually surprised at how many people don't know yeah. um, what the trial hunting program is. Um, and, and so the reason I found that out is, um, so again, my, my wife's family hunts, um, you know, they were always putting in for the hunts and different things. And, and well, I was like, well, I want to do that and I want to go hunting. I want to try it out. And I, I knew that I had to take hunter safety. Um, you know, and I, I grew up around firearms. Um, you know, we went shooting all the time growing up and different things. And, um, you know, I understood the basics, you know, shoot behind the shoulder, things like that, you know, don't point a gun at people, things, but, you know, I really wanted to try hunting and, and so I was trying to find a, a hunter safety um, class near where I live, um, and I could not find anything um, that was anywhere near. I was going to have to drive. I think the closest one was going to be two and a half hours away. Oh wow! Um, for for the only class that was going to be offered for me, um, and so I was getting really bummed out. And then um, on the on Utah's DWR website. Um, I just happened to like see a, there was like a link or something on the side of the page, um, that, that had some little blurb about, you know, can't take hunter safety, try this or something, something along those lines. And and so I clicked on it and it opened to to a window, um, talking about Utah's trial hunting program. Um, and so, so for those that don't know what the trial hunting program is, and, and I don't know if other states have it, but here in Utah, um, especially for people like me that, that started hunting as an adult. Um, if you want to give hunting a try, what it does is it allows you three years um, to put in for big game tag. You can put in for deer and elk. Um, you can't do any limited entries. Um, but if you want to put in for big game, you can do deer and elk, and it allows you to put in for three years without taking hunter safety. Um, you, I did have to take, there's like a little quick, online quiz basically you know going over firearm safety and you know explaining this you know you need to know what you hunt you need to know what your regulations are and and then it was just like okay there you go um you're in the program um and so so that's where i got my start is is that trial hunting program and um so yeah that gave me gave me three years um to put in for a hunt without without having to take um hunter safety beforehand um and I put in for three years and I drew out on my second of those three years. And that was the only year I drew out on my trail hunter. Oh man. Um, Dang Utah and their uh, draw I know. program. <laughs> I, know. I was so bummed. I, especially that first year. I was like, ah, oh, you kidding yeah. me? Like you're sitting here trying to get new hunters and, here I am, a trial hunter program, and I don't even draw out my first year. Yeah, that should be like um, a guarantee. You know, the first year of your trial hunting program should be like, all right, yeah, we're just going to give you this tag. Like, it should be guaranteed. Right. <laughs> that, was, that was my thought. I, you know, I was honestly, like, expecting, like, oh, yeah, like, I put in for this trial hunting. Like, 
Utah wants me to hunt. They're going to give me a tag. And then that first year came around and no tag. <laughs> They're um, going to teach you what it is to, to really be a, a Western yeah, that, hunter. <laughs> exactly. They're really going to show you, yeah, you want to hunt big game? Well, here's a lot of waiting. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a cool program though. And I, you know, I, there, so there are other states that do um, like hunter mentor programs, but a specific trial hunter program, there, there's not a lot. And so it, it is pretty unique for Utah um, to do that and allow people like yourself to, you know, kind of, and that's kind of the way I look at it. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but, you know, kind of test the waters a little bit to see if this is something that you really are going to enjoy and really kind of invest in before you actually have to invest in it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and again, I think that's the, the beauty of it is, you know, you, you want to try it out, go try it out, put in for trial hunter. And then if you really want to try it, then, you know, you can go through your hunter safety. Cause let's face it, you know, as an adult, one of the reasons I didn't want to take hunter safety is because I was an adult and I knew I was going to be in there with a bunch of 10 year olds that were going to be staring at me. Like, where's your kid? Yeah. Like, why are you in here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> was that yeah when you did your hunter safety was that a little weird um so i did do my hunter safety um and at the time i was actually able to take it online um but then i did have to go to an in-person um day and that was a little weird because yeah everybody was kind of staring at me like i said like where's your kid like, yeah and then you go up to to shoot the 22s you know to show your your marksmanship or whatever and, and your gun safety and I'm walk up to the line and I look down the line and yep just a whole bunch of 10 and 11 year olds standing there next to me and I'm like okay well let's get this over with so I don't have to stand here awkwardly anymore <laughs> you know what's funny though is I remember that day that I did my shooting test for my um hunter education course and like seriously like exactly like it was yesterday i can still remember where it was at the gun the shots everything and you know yeah the majority of us were were young kids but not gonna lie even when i took it in in rural utah where most people start shooting a gun when we're two you know there were still people that were in my class or well they really weren't in my class it was kind of a little bit different they they didn't attend the class with us like we you know that was all just as kids but when it came time to actually go shoot yeah, we had, I think we, I had three people on the line shooting that had to have been, of course, they all looked really old to me because, you know, I was a little kid, yeah. but they, yeah, they had, they had everybody yeah, exactly. But they had to have been, you know, 20 plus years old. And so, uh, which is cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure they felt like oh, it was definitely. awkward, but for me as a kid, I'm like, that's cool that they're, you know, doesn't matter, you know, when you do it, as long as you get that and start down that that lifelong passion of uh of hunting that's that's kind of where you get it kicked off there no absolutely you know and, and that's just it it doesn't matter what age it is you know give it a try yeah um you know and and you can watch all the videos you want and you can read all the articles you want but until you go out and do it you, you still really don't know what it's like and you don't really appreciate um you know the work that goes into it until yeah. you can go do it Amen to that. There's a lot of work, you know. Uh, you watch hunting videos on TV, like you were saying, especially like Steve Ranella and all those. And yeah, I mean, it looks kind of tough, but you know, you're sitting on your couch where it's 72 degrees, and you know, you got a, a piece of pizza there or whatever, watching it. And, but until you actually right. do it, it's it's a it's a little bit different watching it on TV and then actually doing it, as you've probably learned since you started. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, definitely. Like it is, you know, even when you watch the videos, when they, when they don't get success or something, like you really don't understand. You're just like, Oh, well, you know, whatever they have to show you that. But it's like, once, once you've done it, you're like, Oh man, like they're lucky to actually film it on camera like, and yeah. actually them getting something. And, and, that's a, uh, that's kind of on that topic. Oh, sorry. I, I just was thinking, um, Tom Miranda the other day, I, I follow him on, on social media. And the other day he was, he was talking about, uh, getting his, uh, big game super slam for North America and for the 29 species, I think it is that, uh-huh. that get you the super slam. Um, yeah. he went on 54 hunts to get 29, the 29. Wow. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's work. You it know, is. and and because you, I mean, I ate tag soup this last year. Um, <laughs> Doesn't taste very good, does it? I was never getting it when, man, that was a humbling experience. Oh man, if you get into hunting, you're gonna know what tag soup tastes like. That's just it's inevitable. I mean, even like you know, like him, he's a you know not professional hunter. Well, yeah, basically, but yeah, he's, you, know, yeah. you know, these guys that hunt for a living or hunt majority of their life you know they're they don't harvest something every time and and, you know that's okay you know as you get into it you know it's okay to start being a little bit picky as you you get going forward if you got meat in the freezer and you know got a few harvests under your belt it's okay to you know all right well now i'm going to look for this is what i want you know and it's different for everybody you know some people whatever hunting a mule deer they want a a 200 inch deer and that's all they're going to do but, you know, yeah. for other people, it's, hey, I just want to, you know, I want a good solid four point. And that's what I'm going to hold out for is a good solid four point mule deer or or whatever. So you kind of have to find your niche and, and be okay with eating tag soup once in a while. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and I, I think, you know, just like you're saying, though, it's such a learning experience, too. And I think, you know, I learned so much just that last, this past season, um, you know, how to better myself as a hunter and, and how to be more prepared and just different things that happened this last year that, you know, it, it, I think it's good. You know, I think everybody needs to go through that, that hunts and, and learn what it's like to, to have a crappy, you know, I guess crappy defined as non-successful, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's something it, it even, even a bad hunt, you know, is, you, you come back off the mountain or wherever it is and you're like, man, that was fun. Like, that was awesome. I need to go again. It It's funny because this is not about me. This is about you, but that's a great point. Cause you know, last year elk hunting in Colorado, when I walked off that mountain, my feet were so sore. My body ached everywhere. I was, I was just done. You know, like I was literally just tuckered out for lack of better words and you know we got everything loaded in the truck and drove home and and i remember my buddy chad he dropped me off at my house i got in bed that night i showered and got in bed and i thought i could wake up tomorrow and go do that all over again so there there's something wrong with us the only thing only i can compare that to is is uh a woman giving birth to a child because you know you think they do that (laughs) once and they learn their lesson not to ever do it again but then they have the second and third and fourth whatever ch- children <laughs> yeah. and hunting is the same way we just we go back we're just yep. for punishment i guess oh yeah for some reason we love the pain yep you know <laughs> yep exactly we're idiots we'll just leave it at that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey so tell me about the your your first harvest i think that's what most of the questions and, and interest in this um article everybody 
you know, they, they wanted more detail on your first harvest and, and how the whole thing went. So would you mind sharing that story with us all? No, absolutely. Um, so in, in some ways it's a relatively short story. Um, cause I, I was lucky enough to harvest it on, on evening of opening day. That's right. Um, and so <laughs> my, my wife still kind of gets mad at me for this. Um, so this was, so this was my very first rifle hunt. Um, we were, we were up in the mountains. Um, and my wife was also pregnant at the time. Um, and not just like a little pregnant, like our kid was due in like four months, I think five months. Ooh, ooh. Um, so she, she was fairly far along. Um, and I kept telling myself like, okay, like she's got like, she can't take any time off work. She's like super pregnant. She's basically only going to be able to hunt on the weekend. I'll, I'll let her get the first crack at a deer. Um, well, evidence of the picture says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we'd been out all day, um, and we, we'd kind of split up in the morning. Um, and I hiked, I hiked this top end of a bowl and, and she was down in the bottom with my father-in-law and just kind of moseying along and, and they saw a handful of does. Um, I saw, I think two does right as I was coming back to the truck. Um, just really wasn't seeing anything, um, at all that day. And so, um, we were just kind of like, all right, well, my wife, she couldn't really hike anymore. Like she was done. Um, and so we were like, okay, well, we'll just go on this dirt road and we'll kind of road hunt and, and just happen. You know, if we happen to see something, you know, we'll see something. And so, um, we're driving along a road and, uh, we're not seeing anything but people. I mean, and I'm literally, I mean, there were so many people. It was like, we were driving on the highway. Um, just lines of trucks and ATVs and all kinds of things. And, Ugh. um, we just happened to, to pull over to the side of the road, um, to let a bunch of these vehicles pass us. And my father-in-law looks down, looks down this steep hill and says, Hey, there's a little buck down there. And I said, what? A buck? And I was sitting in the bed of the truck. My wife was in the cab. And, uh, before my wife could even get out of the cab of the truck, I'd already have popped out of the bed of the truck and was about halfway down the hill to the deer. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I, um, I'd shot and when we had, when we had sighted in my rifle, um, I can't remember something, something had happened. And so it wasn't a hundred percent zeroed in, um, and so it was just off a little bit. So I shot and I ended up shooting the deer high in the, like right in the spine, but it was far back, like uh-huh. basically in, in front of its rear legs, shot it in the spine. So I dropped it and I was like, yes, like I got a deer. Like, and I was so stoked. <laughs> and then all of a sudden its front legs stand up and it starts running away on its front two legs. And oh my gosh. this all happened. Like I said, like my wife was basically still getting out of the truck all of this time and <laughs> just standing there like you didn't even let me get a chance at it um but yeah we were we were you know i mean on two legs it didn't get get too far away but you know, i was able to to get down to it and and harvest it and um it was, it was kind of funny my my younger brother who actually i got into hunting because i started hunting um he started hunting now as well good um but but he was with me on that trip and and he's a butcher by trade and uh 
I will tell you what, it was the funniest thing watching him as I was getting that deer with my father-in-law, you know, and I'm sticking my hands in it and, you know, pulling the guts out and things. And he was just standing there like, oh, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I can't. I'm like, yeah, don't you do this for a living? <laughs> he just does the meat. He doesn't do the guts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't do this part of it. Yeah, that's two different but, smells right there. The smell of meat and the smell of guts, yeah, man. That's, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, uh, you know, it was it was an awesome experience, though. And I mean, like, I, I do wish, you know, in hindsight, I, I should have let my wife shoot it and, you know, different things. And she ended up not getting one that year. But, but you know, it, it was an awesome experience. And even, you know, the drag out, I mean, we were – it was a steep, steep embankment. Um, you can't really tell from the picture, but I mean, it was, I mean, we were probably a thousand, maybe 1500 yards off the road. And I mean, it was, it felt like we were going straight up and, um, he was just a two point, but I'll tell you what, he had a big body and that he made us earn him. That's for sure. So uh, pulling him back up to the truck. <laughs> They do that. They uh, they always make it hard on you. They never run down to the truck, you know, or up to the truck. I guess in this right? situation, you know, they I wish they would yeah. they would For figure some reason, that they part want to out. Go away from you. Yeah, I, I I don't get it, man. If they just make it a little bit easier on us, you know, going back to this whole thing of this is hard. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. And once you once you shoot the animal, uh, that's that's when the real work begins. You know, that's oh, oh man. Definitely. Um, have you had? Did you have? Uh, venison or wild game prior to this had you eaten it before um so i had eaten it um but not not much of it um so i i'd had you know deer and and elk jerky um several times before always loved that always thought that was good um i'd had uh elk burger a few times people had made me elk burger a few times um but other than that i really hadn't eaten it too much um but I will tell you what, like uh, venison, there is nothing so far that we have not put venison in that I wouldn't put hamburger in. Right, um, right. That's what I tell people is, all the time. It is, it is good. Oh, I, like that that deer right there. That was a good eating deer. Um, like after eating it, like the first time, I was like, I don't understand why people say they don't like this. Like, yeah. how do people say this is? this is gamey like what does that even mean this tastes so good like it tastes just like just as good as beef like it's just what was what are people's issues with yeah i think it's better you know honestly that is it's so lean um which i'm not you know i'm not a fan of big you know like fatty grisly meat which beef usually is i mean don't get me wrong i love beef steak don't get me wrong but um, if oh. I had if I had them both sitting in front of me and I had a pig, oh, I'd take the venison steak or elk steak any day before I take a beef steak. I just I'm with you, man. The taste of it is it is so dang good. And you're right, you can use it for everything. I can I can't tell you like we me and my family we never buy beef. I mean I I grind up a lot. Like I shot my elk last year in Colorado. I ground a lot of that up. Uh, my deer I, I ground up a lot um, so I you know like when we're making hamburgers we just do it with wild game and tacos oh, yeah. and whatever else you know I mean it's it's amazing yeah it is you know and that's something we've done a lot is uh, we'll do uh, venison tacos or um, and we did venison lasagna we've done like, oh, man. venison spaghetti like, like, like really anything 
that I think we could put ground beef in. I think we've put venison in, and it is, it's good. I, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, you can't beat it, man. You just cannot beat it. And for those people that are listening, if if you if there are people listening that haven't had it, game changer, man, absolute life oh, yeah. changer, right there. And definitely. And you know, you feel like a, a bit of a, you know, a, a bad a, a stud when you're, you know, putting meat in the freezer for your family. Feel like you're actually providing for your family. So <laughs> that's kind of cool too. Yeah, you know, and I agree. And and you know, that's another thing that that really got me into hunting or reason why I wanted to hunt is, you know, I wanted, I guess you could say that connection, um, with my food. Yep. Um, you know, like you, you go and buy a, a pound of ground beef at the store. You, you have no idea where that thing's been. Exactly. Um, and, and I mean that, like, honestly, like I remember even in uh, high school health class, we had to watch some documentary about I don't even know why, but about beef or something. And they were showing us all the secret camera footage of these slaughterhouses and beef falling on the floor of manure. And they just kind of hose it off or wipe it down and send it on down the line. And no, like that deer, like from the moment it was down, like to the moment it was in my freezer, like I knew exactly where it was. I knew exactly what had happened to it. Um, you know, I know who I knew whose hands had been on it. Um, you know, if it was going to be screwed up, you know, it was going to be my fault. And yeah, it's it. You know, it, it's kind of cool, like you're saying though, to ha- to have that connection. And you know, you're eating something and be like, man, like I worked for this, like I did this, I I hiked my butt off to get this and and worked for it. Well, that's that's life, honestly, Logan. You know, I think about life and you know, finding meaning really. In everything, I'm a, I'm a spiritual, religious person, and finding meaning in everything as, as as much as I can. But food's the same way, you know. I do a lot of travel for work, and you know, stop at uh, Wendy's and grab a burger. That's meaning meaningless, you know. That that burger yeah. is just it's it's a means to an end to, you know, satisfy a little bit of hunger is, is all that's for. But man, when I sit down with my family to yeah a venison steak or you know meat that I've I've harvested and put in the freezer that it, again it's a game changer it, you find meaning in your in your life and in your food and, and, and well you, you find meaning in your food which helps you find meaning in your life and uh, people just don't understand it until they finally get in and actually do it and then and then you know you know i'm sure most people listen to this podcast and know what we're talking about and they're like oh yeah you know they're they're nodding their head right now like yep i know exactly what these boys are talking about yeah. but those poor people that haven't you know i <laughs> I, I spent spent a lot of time in Denver, Colorado, and I know there's a lot of people in that uh, city that have no idea what we're talking about. You know, food is just a means to an end oh, to, to satisfy hunger, but it, it can be so much more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and it, it kind of makes me laugh. You know, we as hunters, we kind of get this this negative connotation, you know, that, oh, you're just a trophy hunter. Well, <laughs> just because it's a big animal doesn't mean we're not eating it. Exactly. Like, you know, and, and for some reason, I can't remember who did the study, but there was actually a study a few years ago, and um, they asked people two questions. They said, are you okay with hunting for meat? And, like, 98% of people were like, absolutely. Like, we support people that, that hunt for meat. And then they asked, do you support trophy hunting? And it was only something like 40% supported it. Wow. And they're like, it's the same thing. Like, it is the same thing. You know, you just because, like you said, you know, you got, you got those guys that they want that 200 inch deer. Well, just cause they're getting that 200 inch deer 
doesn't mean that they're not going to take that home with them. You know, it's exactly. that deer is going to be feeding their family just like my little two point did. Yep. You know, it's just, they're, they're just choosing because, you know, if they're going to work for it, they're wanting to, to let people know and see what they worked for, you know. A trophy is in the eye of the beholder, you know, and my thought of a trophy yeah. changes year to year. If I don't have meat in the freezer, um, then a cow elk is a trophy to me because that's a lot of meat that I can put in the freezer for my family. If my freezer is completely full, Absolutely. I'm probably not going to hunt cow elk. I'm probably going to, you know, hunt either big bull or, or deer, you know, a buck tag and and I'm probably going to be pretty yep. picky about what I'm hunting. If I shoot a deer that, you know, the deer that in the class that I want, guess what? It's going in my freezer and I'm just as happy about it as I am that cow yeah. elk that I put, you know, filled the freezer with. So, you know, yeah. exactly. I think it's in the eye of the beholder and, and a trophy is, is something different for everybody and, and can change too. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think, you know, you know, you and I both know Jeff um, Barlow and, and that's kind of, the mindset that that he and his boys have taken on now, you know, they've been, they've been hunting for a long time and, you know, they, they've got some meat built up in the freezer. So now it's all right. Let's, you know, let's start looking for, for a bigger animal, you know, let's start looking, you know, let's start being more picky about things and, you know, and where I'm just kind of starting out for me, you know, it's still like, yeah, would one of those, you know, big bucks on the mountain be cool? Absolutely. But I'm not going to hold out for one just, you know, just to say that I got a big one, you know, it's, it's about providing for my family and, and the experience, you know, exactly. Enjoying that experience. And you know what, you should be very proud of yourself, Logan, honestly, you know, a lot of people, their first kill is a a spike deer that they went down to the, you know, local farm hayfield and shot it out of the farm. And and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. Those, Those guys that do that, you know, that that's getting, you know, your feet wet into the hunting but for you to be on the mountain, hiking down the mountain to go shoot this, you know, a, a good two point and, you know, going through the work of, of hauling that animal out. I mean, kudos to you. That That's an awesome first experience. And, you know, I think you should relish that, honestly. No, I appreciate it. You know, and like I said, my wife, she'll still give me crap to this day and I'm. <laughs> I'm sure after I'm done talking to you, I'm sure I'm going to hear about it. (laughs) As she should. She should give you so much crap about it. And uh, let us know if we can help in any way with that process. I agree. If we need to send her something from Vortex to make, to, you know, smooth things over, we we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. That that might help uh, ease the pain a little bit, I think. We might have to chat (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I have a couple more questions for you, and then I'll let you go because I know that you got things to go and do. Um, no, for sure. So my first question is: uh, so you had your your hunt, and you've had this experience. What would be some advice that you would give to people that are are adults that are starting to get into to hunting? You know, now that you've experienced that, you've you've harvested an animal. Um, what, what's your recommendations or suggestions? Maybe a couple of things that you would recommend them to do. Um, I think, you know, one of the first things is, is if, if you're just getting into it, um, you know, I wrote another article on eHunter um, about finding a good mentor. Um, and, and that's been key um, for me is, is having people that I can ask questions to. Um, not even somebody that necessarily goes out with me every time I go out, but just somebody that I can talk to um, and say, hey, like, I was thinking of trying, you know, this area, um, to go look for deer. Um, you know, what do you think I would have success or 
you know, what do you think I should pack with me? Or, you know, what, what kind of things have you learned? Um, that, that's been one of the biggest things for me is just being able to ask people questions, um, whether that's my, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, um, Jeff, I ask a lot of questions too. Um, but, but I think to, to start, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, find, find somebody or even multiple people um, that you can ask questions to just to get a, a good basis. Um, you know, I, like I said in, in that article, um, I, I mean, maybe I'm a little or, or the unorthodox, um, but I, I'll get on YouTube and I'll watch yeah. guys that are hunting out West. I'll, I'll start, I'll read up um, on books. I'll get on online forums and blogs and things and just to get an idea of, you know, what I'm going, what I'm wanting to go after and, and where I need to look, um, you know, cause I, growing up, um, you know, we always saw deer all the time in the winter on the mountain, um, just above my house, but it was never a thought at the time, like, oh, you know, that's their wintering habitat. Like I should, you know, don't go there in the archery hunt cause they won't be there kind of a thing. You know, it, it's those kind of questions, you know, you don't want to, be going out and hanging out on winter range for a week long hunt, not seeing anything, you know, you, you need to know where they're at and where they're at at what time of year and, and just learn from what people can teach you. Um, I, you know, I also said in that article, it's important for me to forget what I think I know. Um, there's been several instances where I think I know what I'm doing and I'm definitely proven that that's the opposite when I'm hunting. <laughs> <laughs> And that's uh, actually both those things are really good advice for any hunter, to be honest with you, Logan. I mean, I have my hunt mentors right now. You know, I, I lost one of my great ones with my father-in-law uh, in the last couple of years, but you know, I still have those people that I'll call and say, "Hey, what do you think about this? Where should I go?" And you know, some of them are older than me, some of them are younger than me, and that's yeah. okay. You, you you need to have that that community I, that's what i look how i look at it is a community and, and most people in this i'm not going to call it a sport whatever we call this hobby whatever you know most people are mm-hmm. willing to be that person and, and help out in any way they can there's a few of those guys that are you know they won't do it but most people are willing to help and and very good point on yeah. you know understanding what you don't know you know because there's it's a whole new yeah. world. I, you know, the only thing I can really compare it to, I mean, I'm still learning thing in hunting, but one thing I can really compare it to is golf. So I just picked up golf in the last couple of years and I thought, you know, Hey, I, I played baseball my whole life. I can pick up golf and play golf. But man, once I really accepted the fact that I really don't know Jack about golf and how to play this game, that's when I finally started learning how to play the game and started scoring so much better. So yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand where you're coming from with, with that. So, um, no, and, you know, it definitely helps, you know, for sure. Cause it's, especially when you have like those bad experiences, you know, where you're not successful or, or, uh, you screw up a stock or something. Um, you can go back and say, Hey, this is what I was doing. Like, what do you think I could have done differently? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think that's really helped me out a lot too. Yeah you sound like a very humble person and I think that helps you a lot. You know, you'd have to be humble coming into, into hunting as an adult because I mean, it works us over us that have been doing it for 20 years, 30 years, or in my, you know, my dad's case, 50 years, you know, it still works us all over. And, you know, 
but you, you got to be humble in this whole thing and, and understand that, you know, there's different ways to do things and take advice from anybody that you can get advice from. Yep. And absolutely. And, you know, some of that advice may be repetitive. Some of it may be so off the wall that you're, you know, you're never going to try it, you know, but uh, I think the majority of it is going to be stuff that's, that's beneficial to, yeah, anybody that's new into hunting or anybody that's hunted, yeah, for their whole life. It's, you can never, you can never learn too much. Exactly. And, and I think that's key. Yep. Definitely. Great point. I love that point. I appreciate you saying that. Hey, the last thing I'm going to ask you, and I'll get you out of here on this, is uh, what's next, man? What's 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 the plans? What are we going to be doing uh, 2021 for hunting and, and going forward? What what are your goals? Uh, okay, I dude, I am so stoked for this. Um, so, so last year, like I said, I I ate tag soup, um, in a really weird way. I'll just tell you quickly. Technically, I shot a deer and it was down, and I watched it lay there motionless for 20 minutes before I stood up to walk to it and it jumped up and ran away and I never found it. Oh, that's, that'll rip your heart out right there. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it, it, honestly, it is still haunting me. It is it like oh. every, every day I sit there and I'm like, I just need to go back on that mountain and just see if I can find it. Just did I miss it somewhere or is it still hopping around? Um, so that, that haunted me pretty bad, but mm -hmm. since I figured some, you know, I drew last year, um, I figured that there was going to be next to no chance of drawing this year, um, for a tag, um, which I was right. So I didn't draw a deer tag this year. Um, but I finally put in for a black bear tag, uh, for the first time this year. And I was lucky enough to draw one. Oh man, um, you bugger. And I, I am so excited to hunt black bear this fall. Oh, um, September 29th cannot come fast enough. Like I, <laughs> I am itching to get out there and hunt black bears. Dude, you are going to love hunting black bears. That is so much fun to get out there and hunt those things. I mean, one, they're just cool. Bears are just cool. I don't care who you are. They are cool and, and unique to hunt, but the way in which you hunt, is so much different than other, you know, animals and dude, you're, you're going to be in heaven. <laughs> Uh, I I cannot tell you how excited I am like, to draw and uh, you know and I and I put in this year because everybody I've talked to that that hunts them is like oh yeah you're looking at five six seven years before you draw tag right and uh, you know and again you know starting as an adult you know I want to get out there I want to you know I really want to hunt a moose um, I, I love moose I respect have the most respect for moose and I really want to hunt a moose. Um, you know, and so all these other species, you know, as starting as an adult, well, especially when they're, they're once in a lifetime or limited entry hunts, you know, it takes a lot of points to, to be able to hunt one of those. And so yeah. that's why I put in for bear. I was like, okay, well, you know, here I am, I'm in my thirties. Like if I'm going to, you know, if it's going to be another seven years before I get a bear, like I better start putting in and. So I put in for a bear this year and, and just kind of joking with my wife one day, I texted her and I was like, Hey, uh, you should, you should check my bank account and, and see if, uh, I drew a bear tag or not. And she, she didn't realize I put in for a bear because, you know, I, I figured, well, why tell her I'm not going to draw out, you know, right. no need to, to get her worried about, about it. And then she's like, what's this charge from the Utah 
DWR. No, no way. For $83. And I said, oh, that's my bear. I drew out my bear. <laughs> uh, you probably better not repeat what she said after that. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Well, well, congratulations, <laughs> dude. That is that is uh, so cool. And I'm excited for you. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see just the stories, the, you know, the pictures, the, you know, hopefully we can get, you know, an article written about that. Cause I know people would love to hear about that story and that experience. Yeah. People, people are reading this oh, up. Definitely. I mean, people are loving what you're doing and it's just, it's cool that you're willing to share it with, with everybody. Um, cause it is pretty unique. Um, in fact, I posted a thing on TikTok about, you know, most of us are, you know, we, we started hunting when we were, kids you know our dads or our grandpas got us into it so there, yeah. there's not a ton of people out there that started hunting as an adult so you're you're kind of unique and, and people love that no oh, you know and and that's something that that i wanted to to take on and and share with people because i know i know there's other people out there like you're saying that they want to do it um but either they tried asking somebody and they just happened to get you know that one percent of jerk that decided, you know, I'm not going to teach you anything, you know, get off my mountain, you know, mm-hmm. yep. stay out of my, you know, stay out of my public land kind of a thing. Yep. Um, but, you know, I, I want to be out there and, and showing people, you know, Hey, like this is, this is what we do as, as hunters. Um, you know, this is who we are. We're, we're good people. And, and we want to, I want to share that message and, and teach people, that want to try those things too. Um, like I mentioned, my younger brother, um, started hunting because, because I started hunting and then he started asking, well, how do I, how do I start? And, you know, explained, well, Hey, I did the trial hunting program. I did this, you know, and he was able to take hunter safety right away and do that. But you know, that, that he's, he's been able to harvest a deer now because of it. And, um, you know, it, it's awesome. And I, I love seeing that and I want to see other people, you know, do things that I enjoy and, and find enjoyment in them as well. Oh man. I'm excited to see you be a hunt mentor going forward too. I think you'll be able to really help a lot of people get into the, the world that is hunting and, and be a good person that people can lean on and, and ask questions to. And I love having you part of the e-hunter group because, you know, you're, you're such a big asset to us. You know, your, your articles are amazing that you're putting up on the website. And then, you know, as people, get into this and have questions you know there's things that you know seth and myself can't answer and so we'll lean on you to to answer some of those things and give advice and so i'm excited what your what the future holds for you and man i'm really excited for you to go bear hunting you're gonna be like i said you're gonna be in heaven so yeah and i appreciate it man yeah i i'm excited i i'm loving e-hunter and you know and anything that i can that i can write and, and answer questions for people i'm all about it man like and I've still got thousands of questions that run through my head and and everything. And like I said, you know, you just got to ask and, and for people listening, like just ask, just ask us questions. You know, that's how you learn. Um, you know, you learn from the good experiences as well as the bad experiences. And, you know, it, it's all part of it. Yep. Absolutely. Before I let you go, Logan, if, if people did want to ask you a question, what would be the best way for them to, to get in contact with you? Um, you know, I, either, you know, commenting on, on eHunter would be one way, um, or they can even, even reach out, um, to my email. Um, 
I don't know. Is that something we, we share on podcasts? We share yeah, our emails on absolutely. Podcasts? If you want to share like social media <laughs> yeah. handles that maybe people can reach uh, out that way or email, whatever the best way to, to, to contact you. Cause I'm sure there, I know there are people that have questions. So whatever uh, the best way for you or the way that you want them to contact you. Yeah. Let it, let them know. Oh, for sure. Um, if you can find me on Facebook, um, you can find me on Facebook. That'd be a good way to find me. Um, so Logan Bullo is just simple enough. Last name is spelled B U L L O U G H. Um, so you can message me on there, hit me up on Facebook on there. Nice. Nice. Reach out to him guys. If you guys have questions, you know, especially if you're thinking about getting into hunting and you're listening to these podcasts or you're new into it and, and have questions or you've been in it for a long time. You're like, all right, well I still have this question. I mean, yeah reach out ask questions let's just build this community and this network and and if nothing else hey if you just want to reach out and say hey logan welcome to the team you know welcome to the club kind of a thing um i'm sure you probably wouldn't mind that either would you logan no definitely you know and any advice you got for hunting black bears i'd appreciate it yeah heck yeah cool man well thank you so much again for for being willing to do this welcome to the the world that is um hunting and appreciate all that you're doing for e-hunter appreciate all you're doing for the hunting industry um look forward to all your future content that you have coming out and i'm pretty positive this won't be our last podcast together i'm sure i'll have you back on um in the near future because you're you're the one putting these a lot of these articles out and um, you know, kind of makes you the, the expert of that subject matter. So hopefully we'll have you on here no, again pretty great. soon. So cool. All right, no, sir. Well, yeah, I, will, I, great, I will let you go. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you, Taryn. I appreciate it.